boy. <laughs> wow. Kevin Fuck died. that went up. That stays Damn. in. No, no that stays <laughs> in. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Supernatural <laughs> Selection. I'm your dying host, Kevin the Bastard. With me, as always, are Mike the Skeptic. Mike, how you doing, buddy? I'm going to die for a second. I, I'm, I'm dying at a less <laughs> severe rate, apparently. Yeah, so I am, I'm doing better than yeah, you. Yeah, with my leg and lungs, apparently I'm just gonna fucking drop any minute now. Can uh, I have your stuff? Uh, you'll erase my browser history. Yes. All right, David Davis is also with us. David, how you doing tonight? Doing well. And you know, we were talking a couple weeks about uh, go about conspiracy theories, right? Right. And I think the biggest conspiracy right now is how. KFC can do a five-piece tender meal for seven ninety-nine and get away with it. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, if it's a dollar a tender, and then you charge like two dollars for the mashed potatoes and uh, like a dollar for each side, then you can do that. Well, and then no, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that like, how are they able to do it? Yeah, because that's because a good deal. it's technically not fucking Kevin, chicken. Because Kevin, if you go to Canes, Raising Canes, right, you get a four-piece meal. For like, and it all has is fucking fries, a drink, and coleslaw. Because mm-hmm. who gives a shit? And the toast. It's because it's because it's Canes. But it it's it's like eight and a half bucks. What the probably fuck? Okay. higher nine Mike, bucks. Mike, Mike, mm-hmm. we're gonna try KFC again for monetary reasons. <laughs> okay, I'm just it's probably, saying. It's probably all the mutant chickens they use. Uh, yeah, I don't give a shit at this point. As they're, long as it was raised on some semblance of a farm, I don't care if it's a genetic they're, farm. They're raising just chickens get the with extra like, crispy. Yeah, no, like, that's really good four, one. The four more. breasts, five legs, you know. Yeah. Zero <laughs> wings cuz those are, you know. Those are their own Speaking animal. of zero wings. <laughs> nice way. <laughs> Damn. Damn, son, you're getting a promotion to nothing. So, this week, uh, we're about a week behind. Uh, we recorded two episodes. We're or, actually about two weeks behind. Or but are we a week ahead? We are what we are, and that's all that matters. Recently, the United States Congress held its first open hearing on UFOs in 50 fucking years. Which is impressive, because the last time they did this, it was Project Blue Book. And this time, uh, everybody discovered the DOD has a project analyzing this stuff. The big reason they did this was uh, to try to take some of the stigma off of pilots, both commercial and military, for reporting unidentified aerial phenomenon, which is apparently the... uh, new generation's word for UFOs, which I refuse to honestly use. These are UFOs. or unidentified flying objects. God damn it, we didn't need a new name. Well, well, they might not actually be objects. They could be, you know... Okay, all right. You got monkey me... Monkey farts. You got me on a technicality that they could be masses of energy that convert into objects and then back. But the point is, this was to... And they used this term. They wanted to get rid of the stigma of pilots feeling like, quote-unquote, kooks. Yeah, well, you know, if you're, if you're a macho, you know, Superman pilot, and you come back and you say... I saw me I, an alien. I saw, well, no, I saw something flying. Right. Here's the thing. I saw someone much? kick Christmas trees out of a 747. <laughs> Would you shut up about my Christmas tree incident? <laughs> here's the thing, though. How much of a stigma really is there? Is there, because the uh, remember when they were reporting flying people? 
next uh, to airliners um obviously there's not much okay. much of a damn stigma there's there. there's enough of a stigma that when people do report well here's the thing for years you report anything like that you're a fucking kook well, well they've changed the terminology it's no longer stigma it's ligma Lig- uh. li- no no it's not you don't, want, not you don't have that ligma on you i don't want the ligma anywhere near me god damn it but uh, I don't know how much of you this you guys have watched. Mike, you haven't had a chance to watch any of it, right? Oh, no. A bug just flew, fell in my drink. Well, it's no. alcohol. It's, it's going to be okay. I think it might be a little roach. Oh, so we're no. able to identify that aerial phenomenon. That, that is a shit phenomenon. That. I'm so sorry. That is the most depressing thing we have ever covered on this show. I'm going to cry. <laughs> Oh my God, Mike! I'm sorry, no, okay. buddy. I can make another drink. <clears throat> okay, that's this fair. guy. Meanwhile, is Kevin's dying? Yeah, this I'm is dying, and Mike's wearing a roach drink. This little guy's having the time of his life, though. Oh yeah, no, I'm he's sure. Drunk as hell. He's fine. Can you scoop him out? He's contaminating the drink. Yeah, but I'm it's alcohol, that, Mike. I'm not. It's that way past up. the five second rule now. Okay, yeah. If you had done it real quick, look, maybe. But now, no. Look, I am not that far gone. I'm okay. That's fair. All right. So I have a a whole half gallon of rum left. Well, look, I assure you that at some point in the very very near future, me and David are gonna get off on a tangent, and you're gonna have time. To fix that drink. Yes. So, the point is, they start off by using the term kook, which mm-hmm. automatically gets me a little riled up. I'm like, seriously? So, you're, you got triggered then? I was triggered like a mofo. David, how much of it did you see? I watched the entire thing. Oh, you poor son of a bitch. Dude, I made it halfway through and fell asleep. Yeah, so the the, the public set, uh, hearing was, what, an hour and 26? Uh, yeah, it was like minutes? an hour, 30 minutes, something like that. And yeah. Then there was the, yeah. Uh, the non-public hearing afterwards behind closed doors, which, of course, is where they talk about uh, the, the the revisions of the G- the Gieti Treaty that Eisenhower wrote. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, we, we, we've been renovating Dulce Base. Here's what's going on. Yeah, okay. We've decided to change the walls from gray to teal. We thought it might be better. Um, so, <laughs> the basic idea, though, is that they really want to get it to where this stuff can get reported. Because the first guy that was talking was talking about how he's interested in like these uh, unidentified ones. And the second guy who starts talking from Congress is discussing, I am more concerned with Chinese and Russian aircraft and, uh, what's the term, unmanned UA- uh, UAVs. Unmanned aerial vehicles. Yes, unmanned aerial vehicles. They're very concerned about Drones. that. Drones. Yeah. So... Totally understandable, but I feel like both of these things have a place in this because, Mm -hmm. David, do you remember what uh, J. Allen Hynek said at the end of his tenure on Project Blue Book? Uh, I, I have a vague recollection, but I do not remember it completely. Okay, so... His basic idea was that a large portion of these sightings that we have been researching are very easily identified as misidentified standard like you know aircraft or aerial phenomenon or weather patterns right but there is a percentage like 
in the double digits, like, okay, mm-hmm. it, it maybe like 15%, something like that. That is. Yeah, I think it was some like 10%. Yeah, 10%, somewhere in there. Uh, that is unidentifiable and unexplainable. And unexplained. Unexplained. And the entire point of continuing research is to try to figure out what is up with that 10%. And the government was like, nope, you're done. Okay, that's it. Most of them are bullshit. That's all we need. And mm-hmm. shut down Project Blue Book, which sent Heineck on the trajectory that the rest of his life fucking took. Mm-hmm. Now, the general consensus of what happened with this hearing, of course, is that a large majority of this is identifiable aircraft or aerial phenomenon or weather, and about 10% is uh, unexplained. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, and, you know, you brought up that point about you had the two senators. Uh, mm-hmm. They it was a Senate hearing, correct? Yes, it was a Senate yeah. hearing. Yeah. So the two senators, one had the idea of like, well, we don't know what this is, uh-huh. and then the other one was like, we're focusing mostly on what you know, Russia, uh, China, or enemies, Russia, China, you. that sort of thing. Any adversarial nations, right. which I, a, I have an issue with that term. because if if you start thinking that everybody's an adversary, you're going to start, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. No, that's that's I, me. I I'm, a, I'm a peaceful boy. Are so. you? Are you really? I try to be. Okay. I try to be. Okay. That's fair. Mike, are you a peaceful boy? Um, maybe a little bit, but so adversarial doesn't necessarily mean hostile. Okay. It just that's means. That's fair. Well, adversarial to the Senate means hostile. Okay. Ideological well, adversaries, though. So, so you cannot... You cannot deny that Russia and China are adversarial in some ways because yes. they hack right. the shit out of us. But, but they are also but, dependent on our money. Well, no, not really. Well, they want our money. Well, they don't want our money. God damn it, Mike. Let me have this one. <laughs> <laughs> they they want our legitimacy. Well, China at least wants our legitimacy. Oh, yeah. No, obviously. What legitimacy we have left. Yeah. yeah. I okay, mean, that yeah, is quickly eroding. Yeah. Obviously. It's eventually, it's eventually going to be China looking at us going, you're damaged. It's well, like David Letterman turning down The Tonight Show going, no, no, Jay Leno already had you. Yeah. No, no but, but you know, what, what I mean by this adversarial thing is it's very much kind of like a saber-rattling thing when I think... Oh, it is, though. That's not what we need to... F- couching it in those terms, I think, is doing more harm than good here. Yeah, but you're not, especially in the current world climate, you're not gonna gonna get around that right now. Well, so yeah, I, I know it's something that has to happen, but I can also like not like it. And, and by sure. saying adversarial, okay, they 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 aren't being specific about who they're saying. I mean, yeah. we, you and they're I, not I know it. Enemies, but well, I mean, they're not even naming names. Mm-hmm. They're well, just saying actually, they did name names. Oh. They did say China and Russia, but specifically, mm-hmm. yeah, but and Korea, North Korea. Yeah. Well, I well, I guess they could, but <laughs> let's not get just, into that. No weather I'm, just, balloon. I'm just saying whether <laughs> whether North Korea has the uh, North Korea sent resources a, to North Korea will end up eventually drones. sending a uh, Hallmark metallic balloon with a firecracker attached. Yeah. Well, no, I don't. I have no doubt that they could like send a missile somewhere, but sure to the espionageal acumen it would take acumen acumen whatever human acumen humans what you put on um food acumen is definitely a spice 
um, that it would take <laughs> to, you know, come to America and do things with drones <laughs> seems a little beyond Sexy their time with drones beyond their scope. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, because because they would get here, they the the agent they I don't think they I don't think DPRK sends people to America simply because they would never come back. Yeah, no, the minute they saw actual like, U.S. society, they'd be like, fuck this, there's yeah. tacos no. and chicken on a stick. No, I think, I think living on the street in America is probably better than, unless, okay, okay, so they could have their families hostage, I okay. do admit that. Yes, they would have to come back because of that. But, uh, yeah, for everything I've heard about Korea... North well, you know, North. it's funny that you mentioned that because I'm right now, I, I got like a three-month trial to Apple TV. Yeah. So, like, Uh-oh. first thing I watched was Prehistoric Planet, obviously. Yeah. Of course. But the second thing I watched was For All Mankind, and I absolutely love it, and I think oh, yeah. you would really like it, Mike. No, especially that's, how that's it one deals about with the, uh, space uh, program, correct? Yeah. The alt- yeah, alt- where, history. where it's oh, uh, Russia right, right, gets right, the moon right. first. Yeah, no, I watched the hell out of that. Okay. I watched both seasons. Okay. Oh, cool. hell yeah. I didn't I'm see on, it midway through season two right now and i'm just like this is so good but when you're, you're talking about that uh quality of life thing i'm on the episodes where the cosmonauts are on the U- are in the u.s and it's like can you give us jack daniels <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i could see that i could yeah. definitely see that I, yeah, of course so, also i'd be like no i can give you something better yeah so kevin so season one was pretty you know apollo era kind of stuff right and it was right right fairly tied close to you know events that history happened. and but, just flipping it but right. season two basically gets into fucking moon base mm-hmm. like, yeah like, and, and the way it accelerates but it also does that other thing when you do like an alternate history where some shit is the same and it annoys right. the crap out of me okay that's fair yeah like like, like, Reagan, like like reagan was always going to be president but just i wish they would have been like oh let's go th- throw a real curveball here and have uh that walter mondale other, other guy that was running against him I don't know. Or, or even some other uh, another like Republican or something like yeah. that. But but you, you know it's like you know they have Nixon in the first season, uh, and then they have Ted Kennedy, and that sort of oh, thing. So well, it's so, it's one of those things where it's you know. So yeah, that yeah. was that was a little different. They had uh, right. Ted Kennedy, uh, not Ted, the other one, right? No, it's Ted. Yeah, it was Ted. Ted. The big fat one, uh, the fat murderous. Uh, <laughs> they, yeah, they made they made that oh. reference to Chappaquiddick. Him not going to that party at Chappaquiddick, and I just laughed. Oh my god! god. <laughs> yeah, he drove a woman into a river and killed her. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Our that, politicians that, are evil. Yep. Yeah. Pretty much. Now, anyway, the point is of all this, I don't remember because we got sidetracked on adversarial countries. But the point is, what was your point, David, of bringing that back up? Okay, yeah, so, like, for for me, it was mostly just, like, I, we're in a very kind of, like, precarious climate right now, and just mm-hmm. to see that, like, bald-faced, like, saber-rattling just kind of, like... Right, okay, okay. I can understand that, It, it messed with me a little bit, because I'm just All like, right. I, you know, let's, let's try to be a little optimistic here. Let's have a little fun, like, oh, keep no. those concerns... Close try to focus to the those chest. concerns in the closed session, you know what I mean? Right, but that didn't happen. No. And then they sort of kink-shamed the guy for going to, to sci-fi cons. Oh, yeah. Well, you're, you're telling me they con-shamed him? Yeah. Yeah, no, oh, they were like, that... and I understand you dressed up for the conventions. And he's like, I did not. Uh, I, I am a fan of science fiction. 
It's 2022. Let the man fucking dress up if well, he wants and to. He, he, he had this beautiful point of, like, you know, when he was growing up, you know, the Apollo missions, that they had, oh, yeah. like, all these space shows, you know, they had, he yeah, didn't name, Star- like, Star Wars or Star Trek, but, but... he did talk about, like, you know, there was all this optimistic space shows, and they mm-hmm. talked about, like, how, you know... Uh, there, there are still members of my family that do not believe we landed on the moon, which we obviously did. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god! We did an entire two episodes about that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Fuck. Oh no, but like, <laughs> I, I understand. I understand why they asked that question because it was meant to be kind of like an icebreaker. But like right. the tone, the yeah, tone around it felt very strange. Yeah, I bet you probably screwed some green chicks at the convention, didn't you, there, uh, guy? It, it, and the yeah, look it, on his face was kind of like, "Why would you do this to me?" Could have asked a different question, like you know, I understand um, you like lightsabers, or you know, you know, I understand you go to conventions. What does the you know, what do sci-fi people think of I want to point the, out that these were Republican senators oh, okay. so we're yeah. not going to get that what 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 got you interested in unidentified aerial phenomenon oh, something yeah. like that right something sir, something sir, so that sir. way you could be like oh yeah no I love UFO yeah. stories sir 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 why are you so goddamn weird and in charge of this thing for our our god's government no, I it totally kind of had that feel to it. Why, and, why, why, why are you a communist? Why are you an African American talking to us? That's that's the worst. That part. was definitely one of the vibes I got. Yeah, yeah. No, it was definitely a why is a black man speaking to me? And oh, I hated that. That mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't. So I meant to watch this, but I never got around to it <laughs> I'm because glad you didn't because it does sound very dull. It is insanely I, I, dull. I proposed uh, we like watch it as a group and riff it, but it sounds it's like so, we would just fall asleep. F- I fell asleep halfway through and had to wake up so I could go to work. <laughs> you know, and here's the thing. For a public hearing, you expect to see one dude dressed in a costume in the background. Did not happen. No, not Damn. even once. There was no dude in a green suit. In fact, there were empty spaces, empty seats that said reserved. Where somebody was just like, I do not give a shit about this. So, so they 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 artificially like limited the uh, the peanut gallery to keep out the weirdos. You know, now that you mention it, that's a good conspiracy, Mike. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> I'm not immune to conspiracy. I just like to think I think of the, the real ones. Yeah. But it was uh, it was interesting. Like I saw two of the videos. The first one being from a Navy aircraft out the window where they're looking at something and the camera moves over and then a silver sphere shoots through the frame at just this insane rate of speed. Like, they're they're booking it and this thing just, like, it's maybe in two frames. So, so one thing I want to do before we get too deep into the weeds here with the mm-hmm. evidence, um, right, right, I want to mention right. the two gentlemen who were, uh, you know, testifying. Well, you no, it's not do. a testification; it's a the uh, uh, being they, questioned. They were, yeah, they were the being hearing. questioned. So um, you have uh, Defense for Intelligence and Security Representative Ronald Moultrie mm-hmm. and Deputy Director of Naval Intelligence Scott Bray. Yes, Mr. Moultrie was an African-American gentleman. I thought he presented himself very well, uh, despite them jumping on the whole con-shaming thing. Yeah, it was it was a very weird kind of way to open shit up. It was a weird-ass vibe, yeah. 
Mr. Bray presented uh, the videos, which uh, if you want to go back and watch this and see Mr. Bray try to capture the object <laughs> on video for 10 minutes. And oh, my God, that was painful. It, uh, like your grandpa trying to pause on when the gnome ran out. Okay, well, let's not be ageist about this, because my Look, students have done the same fucking God, shit in okay, class. Okay, fair, but still... Where, where it's like they don't know how to, like, queue up what they want. Yeah, they don't write okay. a fucking timestamp on their well, hand. I so fucking would have, because, like, it's just embarrassing in a public hearing, you're going, uh, hang on, hang on. Hey, hang on, wait, hang on, wait, wait, hang on, wait. Did, almost got it. Did Damn you it, sit? Wait, it. shit. Okay, hang on, wait, back up. uh, that, but uh, fuck, yeah, no, that's basically what happened for like five, ten minutes. Just him yeah, doing and, that, you know, and, and that was because uh, uh, Senator uh, Schiff. Yeah, fuck uh, that guy. Yeah, because you know, he he's he's pretty good, but he um, but he's like, no, I mean, we didn't get a good clear look yeah, at it. Yeah, I think the glaucoma kept them from seeing the ship because, like, the but, first time I watched it, I was like, oh shit, there it is. Uh, but then again, I'm watching it; it's full screen on my monitor. They're like. 15 feet away maybe from the monitor and they want to see it so i can't really blame them for that but it is so goddamn awkward watching them do that shit you, you think they would have i uh, see that's my question is why didn't they prepare more of like a? okay so obviously like if they were to do an edited version that has the specific stuff i could see that as being like Okay, why are you showing us yeah. ed edited footage but why couldn't they show the original and then have the edit like why? they do on any fucking Discovery Channel show right, with UFOs right, right. where they slow it down and put a little circle. I have a theory. Like, yeah. Okay. My theory is that they were paid by members of Congress to fuck this up. And I don't mean the nope. two men doing the presentation. I mean their assistants. <laughs> oh, no, they weren't. No, Kevin. This, this kind of ties into something you were going to... But you mentioned before... Oh. You mentioned to me a side before, before the show. Before right. the show, but I, I think it sounds like there was a. Well, I don't think they expected the them to ask for it. How's that? Well, no. Yeah. Well, that. But also, uh, shit. <laughs> I lost too it. much rum. Yes, that is exactly the problem. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, so you but, did drink the rum with the roach in it? No, he no. didn't. I watched it's him like make the tequila the other thing. The worm. Oh god! <laughs> I drank the, the roach. roach. No. You drank the rum roach, kid. I'm gonna rich. Oh my god, that is so fucking amazing. <laughs> the rum roach is our new thing. I drank the roach. The rum roach. Oh. We're gonna have to make that a t-shirt. Oh god! A little and... roach wearing a mufon t-shirt. <laughs> and cut. <laughs> So, here's the thing, though. What I was going to say, and do you mind if I go ahead and bring this up, Mike, while we're talking yes. about this? Okay. So, yes, this was one of the most boring presentations I've ever seen. And my original thought was it would take Congress to take the topic of uh, UFO slash UAPs and make it boring. And then I realized, you know, I've seen this before in every fucking presentation about UFOs at a convention ever made it is the most boring goddamn thing you've ever seen or heard so so it's either willful malice or, or just 
or just these they're, people are not very good entertainers? No, 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 no. What well, it is I, is they're trying to make it scientific, which makes it dry. Well, you see, they think, cause, yeah, because I have a different read on this. They think scientific yeah. equals dry. Uh, it kind of does when you get people like Stanton mm. Freeman involved. Mm. I think see, I think with the right person, like look at well, Carl like, Sagan. Okay, sure, but like us, like you got to jump in both feet. You can't just be like, I well, think this may be visitors. No, they, they no, actually addressed it. I watched the whole they? thing, and they actually, okay. yeah, yes, because do. a lot, a lot of their data was narrative driven, where it was encounter stories. What they oh, were trying to do yeah. is they were trying to justify. A more scientific and data-driven process, whereby, like that. reporting, yeah, the reporting process, they need to record instrument logs and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So right now, what they're what they're doing, a lot of this was a pitch for funding. Okay, the, this was a pitch for funding of like, here's what we, here's the phenomenon we're looking at. Again, here's I, how we want to approach this. I tried to make it through, but it was so goddamn boring. I, fell I, I watched the whole thing, man. I watched you, the whole what thing. What is wrong with well, you? That's, that's that. This is why shit doesn't get done in Congress. That's true. Everyone is bored off their ass. What they need no, to do? No. They need to hire like. Entertainers, Teller. like they need, like fucking yeah, Penn and Teller, fucking Louis C.K. or like, ah, <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, admittedly, but, yes, he would relate to the congressman closer, but let's just go with Penn and Teller. He's up just, there. he's just what, he's just what, like rolled off the, the <laughs> top of the drunk head. Wow. Okay, that's fair, but um, damn. But, but anyone else to just take their shit, their boring ass shit, and make it entertaining. Oh yeah, like I well, just. Do an episode, of, a new episode of Penn and Teller's bullshit about UAPs, and show well, that to them. So, so, so here's the thing: like everybody is reading this thing, and they thought it was going to be a disclosure thing. It, it really wasn't. Like they set it up right away that it is literally just like here's here's the data that we have to deal with. Here's the process by which we're going to approach this data. Yeah, we need we need funding. Here's how this funding can be used. It, yeah. it was it was and, basically a proposal. Right. Now, now the thing is. With, with this whole process, like Reddit a lot of really hay was upset. made, a, a lot of hay was made about like the fact that most of this encounter record that they have and this data that they picked up from the previous organization is strictly narrative, and right. their their focus, you know, they're, they're, they they want to be more data driven, so that's well, their well, focus here. I mean, that, that makes, makes yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say the same thing. That makes sense because <laughs> you know, yeah. How many how many friggin' UFO videos have you seen on YouTube and going? Well, that's obviously CGI. Well, that and you know, the, who, uh, who has a camera out twenty four seven to catch this shit? The the unreliable narr- narrator, you know, people's uh, right. And I got to thinking about that. If I was a pilot and I saw one of these things, Mike. You, you know see. me. And I'd lose my shit. Yeah. Well, also, you see something. Well, the human, like I've always said, the human brain is really good at trying to describe something. Oh, well, So, when you, t- when you see something that you don't know what the fuck it is, well, your brain is going to start filling in the gaps because the your brain yeah. hates an information vacuum. Well, it's not just that. We're a narrative well, species. Well, we have to come up with a story for it. Well, not only we don't have to come up with a story, but yeah, we, we have do. to have we have to have it has to fit in a pigeonhole right, of our experience. What I mean is after the fact has occurred, one of the things we do, and oh. I've been reading about this in my psychology books is that you you develop a narrative like cool. my stories about going to uh 
fucking what's the name of the place? Rodney. Me and Warren have very different versions of that story. Well, yeah, but I'm 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 saying more of like the description of what happened. That's what I'm talking well, about. Yeah, I'm like the the physical description of what you saw. Right, and you get that a lot in UFO encounters. Yeah, so you know you see an object, you see something, you see obviously something visually. Well, your brain starts trying to figure out, well, what is that? How far away is that? You know, how fast is it moving? And the human brain is not the perfect instrument to figure out all those variables. It is a very fungible and misdirected Are we talking about apes now? Yes. Okay, we're talking about apes. It's not funged. Yeah, <laughs> my monkey got funged. Seth oh no, Green got funged. Did he? You didn't see? Oh, yeah. You didn't hear about no. that? Yeah, no. Oh my Seth, god, Seth Green got an ape stolen that uh, he was developing a series around, like a actual show. Well, you know what? That's sad and all, but also kind of fuck him. Um, <laughs> exactly, because apes. Yeah, I'm if, just if, saying. If, you, if you're trying to make a show, an animated show around an ape, uh, a bored ape. Uh, NFT. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah, go fuck yourself deep and hard. Uh, well, and then the, that whole thing is also really stupid to me because the NFT is just that. It's just that singular image, so yeah. you don't even need so, that singular image well, so, to yeah, create. You still do it. Well, well, see, here's the thing: in the NFT world, oh, it God. is it is uh, given that when you buy an NFT, you own the copyright and all the legal so what you're saying around an image so when we go up in the virtuality world and he gets his monkey stole yeah he can't make the show true okay so so let's move on also well it's also predicated on the fact that the new owner if they were to sue so I could, if he I made a make, show, I could make a show based on freaking name a copyright thing. Mickey Homer Mouse, Simpson. Homer Simpson, Mickey Mouse. Ho- Mickey Mouse is a little gray area because mm-hmm. parts of the Mickey Mouse no, no, is no, no, public not. domain. No, Homer Simpson then. But Homer Simpson, I make a Homer Simpson thing. Well, I'm free and clear until Fox decide or Disney now decides to come and push my shit in. And now you're double fucked because yes. it is in fact Disney. Disney. But mm-hmm. it so Seth Green could theoretically still make it and just hope that the new quote owner of his ape doesn't actually <laughs> sue him. Please, Mr. Monkey Man, don't sue me. Jesus God! Yeah. I I just yeah. can we not do an episode on NFTs? <laughs> well, I just want to get not, that out there. It's not well. It Here. is crypto. Yeah, but, but just doesn't have the zoology. It's not part. cryptid. Yeah. So okay, now <laughs> what the fuck were we talking? This it's gonna be a lot of what the fuck were we talking about in this episode? Yes, we're talking about the fact that uh, they're moving to data. Well, I said I said fungible. You and did that, say that fungible. Let us down that rabbit hole. But yeah. we're talking about uh, the human mind being uh, irreliable as yes. a witness because, well, fucking obviously. I mean, like, you know, there's a part of me. I know that when we were at Grand Gulf, we just heard a tree fall and we ran off and I yeah. thought it was Bigfoot. But in my head, <laughs> I see Bigfoot. 
And I know that's bullshit. Considering it was a kind of a cliff scenario, yes. and the, yes. the trees were a good. It was a sheer like, drop off with treetops oh, below us. Yeah, the treetops below us. was a big was, foot. It was oh, about yeah. 50 feet below us. Oh, it was like a 40 exactly. foot tall Bigfoot. I saw his head, man. He was breathing <laughs> was, smoke. He had a vape. He was, was just like the coolest dude ever. Attack on Bigfoot. Yeah, no, it was Attack on Bigfoot. I like that. But the point is, yes, the human mind is very uh, questionable at best, so they've got to go with uh, the data. And so in in a lot of, uh, you know, airline, pilot, airplane scenarios, there's data about the aircraft. Right. But But nothing about what's surrounding it. Nothing around it except the military does a lot of that because they do a lot of targeting other shit. Oh, right. Yeah. But, you know, the tic even, even so even uh even commercial airliners have radar that will detect other, you know, aerial mm-hmm. vehicles of a certain size. I think they have to be a bigger it's got to be bigger than most commercial drones. Probably got to be about the size of a Cessna or something. Literally bigger than a bread box. Yes. <laughs> okay. But even then you know, you have to. People will be like, "Oh well, aliens. Of course, you're not going to pick them up on radar." Rrr. <laughs> Rrr. But, uh, yeah. Rrr. Rrr. <laughs> but so <laughs> this is the best episode. So, God damn it! And, and of course, most commercial airliners aren't also like. I mean, there are. I'm sure they're recording some of their radar uh, telemetry, telemetry, and stuff like that. But it's not like. The most important shit to record. Oh God, no! The black box. Yeah, the black box. Screaming as they die. Things that are more important than the radar on board the airliner. You you know the uh, are the passengers breathing? Well, every bit of communications. Yeah, every bit of uh, life support, basically. You know, atmospheric data. Right. Every bit of you know every engine, every engine temperature, and all that shit. So Mm -hmm. that's probably pretty low, and it's probably also like a lot of uh surveillance systems overwritten periodically i'd imagine sure so yeah, unless if, it's like super important and, I can imagine. Land, and it's like, the airliners like we need to save this data it's probably it, just gonna just disappear you know what that reminds me of it reminds me of the nightly tapes at roses for yeah. the security system where we just kept using the same tapes for like 20 years until they died <laughs> and then we'd have to go down and write one off which i have no idea what they're doing for the security system anymore yeah well nowadays steal from roses you know hard drives <laughs> I doubt it. Roses is well, not a hard drive company. They probably have a CD burner. <laughs> God damn it. It's probably like Mike Flintstones, and they have I like a, a spider who watches oh, and goes oh, to yeah. a parrot, and then yeah. the parrot. And then one of them looks up and goes, it's a living. They, they have like a spider that does uh, stenography. <laughs> God. I, I can see this. I worked for Roses for so long. So... Anyway, the point is they're going data because they have to, so it's people aren't labeled kooks, is what it basically boils down to, right, David? Yeah, like, I I, I think people put a lot more thought into what this was going to be versus what it actually was. I completely agree. Um, Everybody thought this was disclosure. Everybody on Reddit was like, this is it. This is where we find out about the aliens. And it turns out, now this is where we find out that a large portion of people involved in the government do not know how to do public speaking. 
Because yes. all of their voices are essentially like this, and it's like, so, uh, Mr. Director, could you explain to me why the, uh, the Russians or the Chinese might be possibly responsible for, uh... You know, there there was one question that had a preamble of about 70 sentences oh that was completely confusing, and then he started arguing with, um... One, one of the gentlemen about like what the question was and then he uh-huh. at the end is like okay yes you answered my question it's like well what was your fucking what was question the, to begin with what yeah no it was full of things like that yeah um it was oh my god and, and like i said i wish i had seen the whole thing but holy shit these people need to speed it up a little bit well this, you know and the other thing is a, a uh, what was most interesting was the questions where it was like this will have to be for the closed briefing which, which tells a lot more fucking crazy dude that's be, like damn to be able to fly on the wall in that thing oh my right. god it, yeah one of the most interesting ones was about i believe um like ocean crashes oh yeah Mm-hmm. And they're like, we well, can't talk about that in this. Uh, in this, now one of my favorite. Now the second video was uh, really fascinating until they determined what it was. Do you remember the second video, David? It was recorded through night vision, through like a night vision scope, using an SLDR camera. Is that the correct term? Mike? DSLR. DSLR. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, uh, it was just that, an optical Is that the illusion, triangle that the was... The triangles. Yeah. One of them was flashing. It does look so fucking creepy well, until you realize it's drones. Well, yeah. that and, you know, you have to realize cameras are a very... F- as much as we like to think of cameras as hard data, they're, they are also susceptible to noise and yeah. uh, distortion. Every, so, yeah. the the reasoning i saw for that and i haven't you know looked into it to know for sure if that's the thing but they said that the triangular shape was because of the aperture of the camera that's it exactly every time somebody zooms in on a tiny ufo in the sky it turns into a triangle and everybody's like or a diamond and they're like oh look diamond shaped craft i'm like no that's your fucking camera yeah so so a small enough point of light will just just Turn become, into that. Yeah. Just becomes the shape of the aperture. It just pisses me off when people cite that as evidence. Because I've been doing this. And I don't want you to think this is like a recent thing. I've been bitching about that since uh, sightings on Fox in the <laughs> 90s. You remember well, that and, used to come on and, before the X Files? Well, and that's one of the important things that they did here was that they right. pointed that out. That, that was the case. And that's the kind of rigorous process that this organization must. Either. Absolutely. Yep. And even with that, there's still 10% that we don't know what the fuck. And so I would like to go on record as saying mm-hmm. I am for, like, if there was, if they, if there actually did create a, I guess you couldn't call it an organization, but a department that, you know, investigated this stuff, I would be for it because, you know. Well, yeah. You know, one way or the other, I'm not going to say I'm against finding out what they are. Right. But, you know, I, I can guess they would find out that they're not aliens. That's just the way I think. But I'm not against finding out that information one way or the other. No, I totally understand that. You, want, you just want answers, yeah. whatever those answers are. 
and that's fine. That's great. I mean, we need that in the world. It I, can't I just, just be all me sitting there going aliens. I I just you know, unfortunately, there's there seems to be a segment that if you know when if the the answers come. And they turn out to not be what they wanted. They're gonna go fucking ape shit yes. over it, and they're Don't. gonna scream. Well, this is a cover up. It's obviously a cover conspiracy up. Cover conspiracy cover up. Conspiracy. And well, I, I get not trusting the government. Oh, I mean, God, I don't yes. trust the government, but <laughs> it's more of a. Uh, I don't trust them due to. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Stupidity? Yes. Okay. What's the word for stupidity and, you know, um, incompetence, in- versus, incompetence versus uh, malice? Okay. So, it's more of a conspiracy of con- incompetence. Yes. Uh, I so, could see that. So, so one of the things, uh, I'm trying to remember the exact act- acronym for the uh, the organization they, they're putting together here, but I think it was uh, it's like AOIMSG. It's like fucking tit slap, I think. I don't know. It's just something but insane that needs to be like him, renamed. What is it? But, what is it again? Uh, I think it's AOIMSG. Uh, Airborne uh, Object Identification Management Synchronization Group. I think I, that's what it is. I always ask that's, them to keep that out of my fried rice. That's yeah. That, that's a bit <laughs> of a Why would you do that? Because MSG is fantastic. I it's know great it flavor. is. We've they, got a jar of it in the kitchen. They, they, I, <laughs> come on. They need to realize you need to come up with a very... Witty and succinct acronym. You can't just like extreme. You can't just word word salad it. You got to like massage that shit until you get like, you know. Well, the problem is, the minute they get like a advertising company involved, it all goes out the window. All credibility goes out the window. You know, I kind of like the approach that like it's not like an easy acronym because Mm -hmm. that like it's too marketable. Yeah. Bum but, slit is our new uh, alien research group. <laughs> Bum um, slit. Well, well, one train of thought. I forget the um, the because uh, there were there were uh, congressional and uh, Senate representatives there. Right. Um, so, um, well, one thing that I found interesting during the discussion was one of them was very interested. In, like, okay, so obviously they're putting together this information regarding like test pilots and and mm-hmm. and uap sightings around um you know training areas right that right. that's a huge thing that's where we're getting a lot of them yeah but this absolutely. person was this person was pointing out like well what about for the civilians who catch uh how civilians who see stuff what sort of process there and it sounds like they're trying to work on something by first coming up with a process for the training area sort of thing uh-huh and then doing a public Oh, here's a great idea. We can, like, shave all these dudes bald and put them in black suits, and they can come and interview civilians. Wait. Uh, I'm sorry. I heard you say shaving dudes balls. Bald. Not balls. (laughs) God damn. Shaving them bald and painting them black? No. Dressing them in black. God, fuck it. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Fuck y'all. Why am I doing this show? No. uh, (laughs) Seriously, though. Uh, I was just trying to make a men in black joke and it completely fell apart. So let's yeah, move on. I heard balls. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> well, let's just shave men's I, balls and send them look, out to I, question you. Space out for a minute and you're talking about shaving balls. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. 
But <laughs> no, I think it's. I honestly, the thing I got from this is like they're trying to move forward in a more serious manner without just like completely debunking things. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm actually okay with that. I I yeah. was not necessarily disappointed with the hearing, except for the boredom aspect. Yeah, other than how dry and sleeping-ducing like it was. Goddamn unbuttered toast in that bitch. <laughs> it was it was so, something. So so they definitely weren't talking about the WAPs. No, they were not. I'm glad. Uh, oh my God, who is that guy that that doesn't know Shapiro. about that? Shapiro. Shapiro. I'm glad he wasn't there. Oh God! UFOs, of course, are are notoriously dry if they're wet. As is a medical condition. My <laughs> wife is a doctor. So, one of the other things <laughs> I want to bring me. up. I killed you. Yes. Okay. One of the things I was going to bring up is, so right around the time this happened, uh, a lot of people on the Reddit sub forums of r slash high strangeness, r slash UFO, and r slash UFOs started getting private messages, like some of the top posters, start getting messages from someone with uh, some ridiculous username like Booko World or some bullshit like that, uh, saying, I will pay you 19 cents per post if you will discredit Lou Elizondo and Admiral Wilson publicly. And everybody starts posting it in the subreddits going, hey, did you get this? And everybody's (laughs) like, yeah. Yeah, I did. Jeez. And I checked my my Reddit inbox and no, I did not get one. Well, you weren't posting actively. No, of course. But uh, there were a couple of takers that were basically... And the best they could come up with was, uh, oh, they're full of shit. I'm like, they couldn't, like, get in any details. Like, you know, because Lou Elizondo is, like, the big disclosure guy. Like, one of his big statements that he said in interviews was, like, they have been here longer than we think. And uh, Admiral Wilson, I still haven't looked up a lot, but, like, he's apparently put out some kind of a PDF uh, document about his experiences with extraterrestrials and spaceships and shit in the government. Which, believe that, if you will, or don't believe it, that's not what we're covering. The fact that someone was willing to pay people to discredit these two is interesting. So, now, so Kevin? Yes? Do you think that was domestic or... Oh, that is... Th- First off, if you read the emails, the their first language is certainly not English. Uh, this is a international affair, and uh, so so they're so basically it's uh, international actors trying to like destabilize, not, not to get all you know info wars. Now, folks, what you're gonna want to do is uh, you're gonna want Google uh, alien Lou Elizondo liar. But point is, yeah, no, I don't I don't really know what the gain is here since everybody on there is already the most paranoid motherfucker you've ever dealt with. Yeah. And they get an email saying, will you discredit someone that you respect? No, but I'll tell everyone. Well, yeah, I think I mean, my gut reaction is that that was uh, anticipated. 
Right. Because any unless it was very incompetently think, done. Do you think it was done to uh so more distrust between these people and the government. Yes. Okay, so that's, that's your... See, that makes sense to me. David? So, getting to your point about how like it didn't seem like it was like English was a first language thing. Right. I'm, look, I'm looking at r slash UFOs and someone misspelled rogue as rouge. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Admittedly, yes, but this was like a... You know how people in Europe and like Western yeah. Europe in particular, or Eastern Europe in particular... Uh, don't put like dollar signs in the right place. Yeah, we're we're two wild and crazy guys. It, yeah, it wasn't too wild. Well, yeah, it wasn't just misspelling of you know words. It was yeah, yeah, syntaxial yeah. errors yeah. that yeah seem like it comes from another language. Now, admittedly, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna blow this wide open. Hmm. Okay, the MIB now have email. Oh, ooh, wow, you know. Yeah, but I don't think they'd have access to Reddit then. We have AOL. We have AOL. <laughs> Would you please say something bad about Lou Elizondo? Lou Elizondo is a liar. Is that a pen? What were you doing with that pen? Can I we, take that pen and touch it on my feet? We have AOL, but AOL has been shut down for it's not, 15 years. It's not. No, it's not. No. One of our friend's fathers still uses AOL as his main email address. Yeah, but... They don't have, like, dial-up modems anymore. So yeah, they do. They do? You would be shocked at the number of dial-up customers they have. Fuck. I thought I better know. of humanity. Man, no. Never think better of humanity. But the point is, I thought this was, like, really fascinating that this happened. Well, it like, is. It I is. mean, it's interesting. Um, unless unless they're lying, obviously, you always which, have to, you know... I, okay, but, like... Take that into account. It could be, you know, just, you know, bullshit. But well, it that reads, aside... Yeah, okay, but... That aside, because it seems like more than, you know, several people have come forward for enough. this. That, yeah, it, it sounds like... So, one, it's like, you have to wonder, ni- at 19 cents per post, that seems like a ridiculously low number. That's like... I'm sure, honestly, honestly, that is actually a pretty great amount, because I do freelancing... And I would oh, kill no. for nineteen cents per post. Holy shit! That God. is a yeah, sad I, I thing. Get paid, you like, said. I usually get paid about like five cents a word. Look, can you contact well, this guy see if you can get a job with him? Right? Yeah, I'll, I'll slander the fuck out of him. Yeah, slander the fuck so, out of Louis Elizondo. But but that seems like so so for the average you know non social media influencer or whatever you want to fuck you call. You know, someone that gets paid to do this kind of stuff—that seems insultingly low. Like if it's someone not, came to me and not said, "Not for Russia, China, or Korea." Yeah, I mean, because it's like post, a thousand rubles. Like some dude like, in the Balkans is making bank I, if he's doing. I, I'd, that. Like, yeah, I'd God, have man. to. Po- I'd have to post like, you know. It, yeah, yeah, but you're an American. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, well that's what I'm saying. It. Is that you're, these you're in the Balkans? These you, seems like it seems like they're targeted. They're targeting Americans to do these posts. Which is still why I think I agree with Mike that this is totally a thing that, to drive a wedge what, between these guys saying, and the government. It, it almost that that number almost guarantees that whoever is getting this in you know this is questionable English. Yeah, and the thing is, the email so here's the begins thing. Here's the with thing. "Hello, my dear." Here's the thing: if if you really wanted to do a you know disinformation right. campaign, a slander campaign against these people, you could hire you know directly hire Chinese or Russian 
you know, post farms that already That's do true. this kind of stuff. You don't have to solicit is, random Reddit users. Yeah, and the thing I love about uh, the response on our UFO and our UFOs is basically, hey, can we ban this guy? <laughs> They weren't worried about, like, you know, they weren't, like, you know, as a government, uh, conspiracy is like, hey, can we ban this dude? Because, like, I'm really sick of getting these. <laughs> so, that's that's really amusing to me. But, like, it's fascinating to me. So, um, what what else did you pick up from the end of the uh, the thing before they went into the private conversations, David? Oh, uh, as far as like what was told, what they said would need to be discussed in the um, in the closed session, a lot of it yeah. seemed to revolve around like physical evidence, specifically like things that they have found, like actual right. physical, tangible things. And then, of the, course, they talked about the glass the, marbles. Uh, talked about what? Glass marbles. I didn't hear any mention of that. Okay, just check um, it. But um, the the other thing was there was a very interesting question about uh, involving uh, Russia and China, and then they said, no, we're going to have to talk about that during the closed session. Holy no, shit. Course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's so, obvious, because that's like pertinent, current international situation. I understand. Well, yeah, well, yeah, and then part of the thing is you don't want to reveal how you're detecting this shit either. Well, like, yeah. if you're detecting something. So a lot of it's going to be like, here's how we're finding, here's how we've learned about certain things that they're right. doing. So something they, you don't want on the national stage. Did they did they talk about the uh the the uh camera pod footage that got leaked? Which um, camera pod footage? There's a couple of them that got leaked like, like we're what, not two or three about, years ago. So we're talking about like the Tic Tac. Yeah. Okay. They did, didn't talk about that really. They they had like two um they they had the two clips that they showed, and a lot of it was just questions from guys who have their own very specific agenda, yeah. and didn't they weren't really educated in what like they UAPs are. It was a lot of basic like you know, if they weren't trying to be like jingoistic and like drum beat their own cause right. that they're going for, it was like very basic questions about like what can you tell us about. Are these actual inorganic objects? That sort of thing. Right. Now, Mike, you said holy shit a second ago. What was that about? I don't remember. Okay. But I will say I did think about... uh, So one thing I did read that came out because of this is that... uh, So there was the drone stuff that happened around like naval navy ships right right there was though some footage from one of those mm-hmm. but that, also that was the uh that was the triangles yeah but some reports also came out that uh after this had happened a couple of times mm-hmm. the navy started deploying like drone countermeasures when this started happening when I this was happening this. And one of the uh, mentions was of a anti-drone uh, man-portable unit that apparently is like a backpack and an antenna that can jam drone signals. And they uh, dro- they re- they uh, jammed a drone that fell into the ocean. David, I want you to picture <laughs> a fucking it, proton it, pack it basically for looks drones. Like, I mean, that sounds like it looks like a proton pack. Oh wow, that sounds cool. Shit. I know. I want. I just picture them with like a proton pack and like a radar gun. That, that's fucking like Terminator Two Judgment Day Future War shit right yeah. there. Just, just the resistance, awesome. like 
plasming drones out of the sky. <laughs> and it, it also mentions that this is like not developed specifically for this purpose, but it is something they already had. And <laughs> after it's after these things started happening, they decided to deploy for this well, uh, funny, nuisance. Funny story, Mike. Did you know that there were uh, they were working on anti UFO? Uh, weapons like that because they had a theory that what was bringing UFOs down like the Roswell incident was radar. So they were developing portable radar backpacks with emitters (laughs) to shoot down UFOs. Okay. That's crazy. It was a Cold War, man. They did a lot of crazy shit. Oh, yeah. No, there was all kinds of bonkers shit during the Cold War. Post-World War II, shit flying around. Yeah, make a fucking laser at it. Whatever. (laughs) So... I uh, this has been really fun because like we don't get to talk about like current events as much as I'd like sometimes, but uh, this has been good. I like this, David. Anything you want to follow up with that before we go into questions? No, I, th- I think um, I think we've covered it pretty well. Like there, honestly, there wasn't a whole lot. All the juicy shits, obviously, mm-hmm. behind the behind obviously. the curtain. So, and again, a lot of people are. Uh, on Reddit screaming about this isn't it's not even the best thing. How could you just go with that footage? I'm like, motherfucker, it's 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 yeah, no, you're you're not gonna get the good stuff. This is yeah. this begging for money. Just settle down, okay? It's all good. So uh what we'll do is we're gonna go ahead and start on questions while Mike is away from the mic for just a second. So first question uh, let's see. It is from Ghost Forge, as usual. Actually, let's go back. I think Kickassatron had a question, and it's it relates to this. It says, mm-hmm. with the recent congressional hearings given by the Pentagon, have renamed UFO, Unidentified Flying Object, to UAP, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon, will we have to go back and edit older movies to be accurate? And I'm going to say... Fucking no. No, God no. No, God no. UAP UAP is like when everybody thinks they know what something is and they come up with a new name for it so they can take it from you. That's all UAP, UAP is. UAP is the new Coke. It is. It's new Coke. It's always going to be UFOs. Fuck you. I'm a curmudgeon. <laughs> well, no, I, I'm so, with you there. So, I, I mean, I can kind of see why you would, as in It government, has a connotation yes, with it. Yes, okay. UFO has a connotation of silver. Or you know, glowy pie, lights. You know, yeah, yeah, pie plate, you know. Yeah, okay. Vehicles. And, and, and so, kooks yelling, I don't see them. Yeah, originally UFO kind of had what the UAP is supposed to be. It's kind of be supposed to be a question mark. It's supposed to be right. a... And then it became something. Yes. Which, I get that. I understand. And let the government use UAP all they want. I'm sticking with UFO because, God damn it, it's been too long. This is... I'm I'm not letting them rename it like they did Boba Fett's ship, all right? I'm just (laughs) saying. So, that's... that. Mike, I think we're all... uh, Me and David are in agreement. Mike, you get why they're doing it, though. And I get why they're doing it. I just don't accept it. Yeah. All right, so our next question is from Ghostforge. He asks, what do you make of the fact that, and this is unrelated entirely, what do you make of the fact that the ritualistic garb said to have been worn by those interacting with the Ark of the Covenant 
seems to be fancy yet primitive protection gear akin to the sort of people wear when they use dentist x-ray machines. And what he means is the large metallic breastplate and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I saw Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost oh, Ark. obviously, yeah. It's got the jewels <laughs> with the names of the tribe of Israel on it, the 12 so, jewels. So is that supposed to be accurate? Yeah, no, that is a that is a typical uh, ancient uh, Jewish... Like, here's the thing, Mike. I know you haven't, like, read read the Bible, but, like, if you go through and read, like, the stuff after they get out of, out of Egypt and God starts laying down the laws, he specifically describes exactly how they're b- to build the tabernacle for the Ark of the Covenant and exactly what the priests are supposed to wear, including a metallic bib. So... Metallic? Does it say what kind of metal? Yes, I want to say it was brass or copper. No, gold. It was gold. Gold is gold. It is gold. Okay, covered in uh, jewels with the names of the tribes of Israel. That, along with what you described, Moses having. What do you mean? Him? His glowing face? Yeah. It's kind of makes me think the Ark of the Covenant was radioactive. You know, because gold not. The is first person almost as good of a radiation shield as lead. I know, that's fucked up, isn't it? Yeah, that does bring some raise some uh, interesting and questions. considering it was it was number one used as a weapon could kill people that were near it. Uh, I think only I, certain people were allowed near it that were wearing those outfits, and it would like deteriorate organic matter. I I think they found like a uranium a. Like I wouldn't say unnatural, like a natural a, reaction, like a natural. So, so there are. It's been things, discovered. I've yeah. I've heard about this. So there like are the, natural mm-hmm. uh, nuclear reactors that are right, found right. that you know it is enough uranium, hey, you, you know, grouped together that it just produces heat. Mike, do you mm-hmm. know what the Ark of the Covenant was made of? Hmm. Super thick gold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so almost say dummy poles. thick. So dummy so, thick. It was basically a naturally occurring nuclear reactor. Because think about it. You, you're you a semi-primitive group compared to you know what we understand. We, we can call right. that primitive. You find, now, we'll get into my whole thing you find, later. You find kind of like some kind of geode-like structure, but it's warm. Like, hey, no matter what you Ezekiel. do, it's warm, and you die when you touch it. Well... That's God. Well, it's not oh, God, but it's, it's part of God. It's the waves of God coming yeah. off it. Yes. I mean, that totally so you, But you find sense. out through trial and error that gold blocks it. Well, also, you know, you want to enshrine it so you oh, would yeah. do it with gold. So you enshrine so, it in gold, and, and then you all find of a sudden, people stop dying. Yes. That's actually a really good postulation there, Mike. David, what do you think? I, you know, I'm actually with Mike on this one. You know what? I am, too. Um, now, I'm not saying that maybe God wasn't speaking through the radiation. We're not going to go there. But, uh, well, you yeah, never no, know. I'm with Mike. Higher, higher energy particles. Who knows what the fuck's going on? Yeah, no. Uh, mutated into, like, a God receiver. You know, because Moses was glowing. His face, when he came down from Mount, si- Mount that's, Sinai, that's, was glowing. So and that's, everybody that's one was thing, like, though, is that radiation doesn't do that to you. Okay, so that's, but what about God radiation? Well, you never God, know. The, the, the language of God is just the, the clicking of the radiation meter as it cooks <laughs> your brain. Geiger counter. <laughs> they, they made it's a primitive, like, 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 like. Primitive, primitive Geiger counter out of, like, I'm pretty sure. Twine. 
hey, Steve just died. Is your Geiger counter? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 uh, how many? And the, you instead know, of canaries in a coal mine, it's again, dudes in a. Remember, the Ark of the Covenant was known to have a cloud around it that would shoot energy out of it and kill people that it that displeased it, because apparently God does not like incense. It was God's <laughs> rickshaw. It was God's rickshaw. <laughs> Just chilling in there. <laughs> this I is my nice. tube. This is really nice. God is just ionizing radiation. There you go. So we got another question from Kick Acetron. With the Pentagon confirming UFOs and people being meh about it, will the future of space exploration be purely capitalistic? Do we need a date the Earth stood still type situation to get us off our asses? So I knew Mike would have some so, opinions. So space exploration, even though we do have capitalists moving into that realm, we that's always been there. So right. even NASA's, I mean Lockheed Martin. Yeah, even NASA's earliest shit was built by capital corporations. Right. NASA didn't build anything. And just, NASA set out, you know, design mm-hmm. parameters and, you know budgets. Budgets, recommendations, you know, they did a lot of the science that was used to create and such things. Let's think for a but, second. What is, what is Elon Musk taking into space? NASA people. Yeah. So, but so you know the original Apollo that went to the moon, the uh, the lander was made by. Uh, oh God, I can't remember now. But yeah, all every component was made by. You know what we would now call the military-industrial complex: Boeing, Raytheon, yeah, Boeing, no Raytheon, uh, Aerojet, Rocketdyne. You know, people that build, you know, planes, bombs, systems. ICBMs, <laughs> yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, basically any company that you'd want to call in case you want to start a war crime. Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty much. much. So it's got to have the Bushes. It's got to have uh, Rumsfeld. It's got to have all those guys. So. Space exploration has always been, except for except for like the the probes themselves. Like pretty much every probe we send out is been has been built by JPL, but but it's been it's launched, launched by yeah. on private rockets. Well, it's been launched on privately rockets. built rockets. Yes, w- privately built to NASA's specifications, but contracted and, rockets. Yeah. How's that? Yes. Okay. And and a lot of the probes have also been built on contract too, but you know, I'd say it's. I'd say the scientists have 50/50. much more yeah. input into that. But so separating, you know, space exploration from capitalistic, you know, stuff is not going to happen. Right. But you can hope that you get so. You want it to become more of a national pride thing where the so, government's more involved. So, well, actually, the other way, I oh think. God. You want it to be more corporate. I th- or well, capitalist. I think. Mankind. What's that? It brings us back to For Mankind, yeah. what we were, we were talking about earlier, that TV so, show. So, if you, have, right. if you look at space, you know, space exploration, and, you know, it wasn't until private industry started becoming more involved and taking more of the lead okay so up until you know the end of the space shuttle into after the end of the space shuttle america had no human rated launch systems we were buying seats from the russians right and it took 
capitalist companies saying we want to do this to bring human launch human launches back to America and make it apolitical. Yeah, I can't okay. call it apolitical. Sorry. No, no. I'm just saying you can't really call yeah, it apolitical. That's true. It's all America. It's. I guess it kind of is apolitical because they don't care about the politics. They just want the money. Okay, that's fair. But uh, like America. So, like any exploration, Kevin, you're you're a student of history. Uh, obviously, it's always funded by people that want so, money and gold. So it it may start out as government funded or you know in the mm-hmm. past it was royalty funded but that's the government right but eventually it becomes a capital venture because yeah, they realize money the queen, can be made yeah you go from being sponsored by the queen of spain to being sponsored by the hudson bay company because yeah. they want them that beaver yeah so you know, it, it's, I was it hoping kind of, for a joke there. <laughs> Somebody want to talk oh, about wanting that beaver? Well, you know, I think that's a gibbon. Oh, shut up! But uh, it's 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 kind of an inevitable thing because you know any scientific venture inevitably becomes capitalistic. If that makes sense. Like the science, no, I, I get the it. science get says it. something's possible, so and then we buy, figure out how to make to money it. out of it. Right? Somebody figures out how to make money out of it. Yeah. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but it can can become a bad thing. Right. Um. So like, you know, the next stage is going to be inter- uh, inside the solar system mining. Yeah, which even even if it's mining for water, it's going to be yep. a commercial mining operation. Yes, I mean NASA doesn't give a shit about mining asteroids, but I mean, they, they kind of do, but they don't care to do it enough that would pay for a mission to do it. I mean, they would they would love they they do have missions already going to asteroids that are going to find out what's on them, but doing anything beyond that. That that's the pure science part is finding out what the asteroids are made of because that's all that right. ans- has answers to a lot of questions about you know the creation of solar systems in the universe. Right. But after that, they what can we kind of do don't. They don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Somebody's gonna be like, well, what can I do with it? Can exactly. I fuck it. Yeah. Can I yeah. fuck it? Can I, you know, material <laughs> fuck it? it? Can so, I suck off all its resources and yeah. put it in my pockets. So you think it's basically going to stay capitalistic? Yeah, I mean because that's I what think, drives human history when I you think get down to it. I think it there's a natural progression from exploratory. You know, that's true because the first capitalism. The first real uh expansion of human beyond tribal human humanity beyond tribalism was I got milk and you got eggs. Yeah. It's it's so, a what can we do with it? What? Oh, so what's so what's that? What can we do with it? How can we profit off of it? Sure, David. Any thoughts? Yeah, on that? I think we're, we're probably no you know our, our next big space development is probably going to be Amazon Moon. Oh <laughs> fuck! Like I fully believe that that's where things are heading, and it's going to be we're, we're literally moving into a period of corporate slavery in an oxygen controlled <laughs> environment. Oh wait, I, that, wait that's where, that's that where we're heading. That's where we're heading to where like workers, the bad guys workers, be Elon Musk. 
Yeah, no, and it's going to be a thing where, like, you know, if the workers want to petition for anything, any improvements on uh, Amazon Moon, like, back on Earth, Jeff Bezos can just turn off the oxygen for, like, two minutes. And kill everybody. Or just scare them, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I really hate I to say it. I see that. I can see that. I can see yeah, Musk I mean, buying it, Mars, and when that happens, well, I'm not checking gonna, out. He's not going to buy Mars. He can't buy Mars. He'll just claim it. Because, well, no, because there's international treaties, but he can set up cities that are quote-unquote his. I don't think he will, because I think... I think anything like that is going to be beyond his lifespan. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, okay. Elon Musk the third. I, mean, I, 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 bel- I think that we will have you know, Mars landings within his lifetime and our lifetime, hopefully. Knock on wood. I don't know. But, you're, you're making a lot of plans. I don't know that my ass can cash. But, uh, but I don't think we're going to have permanent, you know... Mars bases in that time. Okay. Um, just because of how hard it is. I mean, it is a oh, mon- yeah, no. just getting people just getting people. So a lot of people say, you know, Those we got, well, we, no, we got to the moon and we did nothing else, you know, in the intervening 40 years. Because it was hard as fuck. Well, yeah, it is. I mean, we could, yeah, if we had put our nose to the grindstone, spent a shit ton of money maybe not done the space shuttle but continued apollo we could have had a moon base but it would make antarctica look like a fucking like fucking disney world well i also feel like uh we would have been on like our third moon base and that one might have survived i mean i don't think anyone would have died but Mm, you're more optimistic than i am we're, we're talking about something that takes i think if I remember correctly, it take to, took about a week to get to the moon, something right. like that. Six days, I think mm-hmm. it was. Um, so a six-day round trip. Um, and so anything, say, they found out they needed, like, penicillin. or I mean, obviously, they'd have that. But they found out something they needed. They needed a part to, like, fix their fucking uh, life support system. They would have to launch that. It would take six days to get there. Well, obviously, they're going to have an escape craft. So if something came up, they couldn't fix immediately with the stuff they had and decide they figured they needed and brought with them. They would have to launch that. It would take you know however long it takes to get there, like better part of a week. It, it's just not something that's long-term sustainable. Well, you know, the good thing is now, like, if we were to start getting these space missions going again, all I need to do is bring up a uh, 3D printer for, like, micro-manufacturing stuff. I mean, in, for some things, yes. I well, mean, yeah, obviously, for some, like, not everything, of course, yeah, but that's the other reason why you want the moon mining operation, because that that you could probably potentially get some ore, you know, from the, the asteroids and that sort of thing, and, you know, nudge them to the moon's uh in the moon's orbital area and yeah so as as someone that has a 3d printer i i can see its limitations it 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 sounds like the awesomest thing and it is it's pretty cool that you have a thing that takes you know what looks like you know weed whacker string and turns it into physical objects but it has very, very strict limitations. Like even the best 3D printers, 
if you know can have you know five six or seven like materials but they have to be plastic basically so if you want to build say a co2 filter that takes you know certain chemicals and things that if unless you brought them with you you're sol yeah Yeah. but this is like all like pie in the sky future well yeah futuristic shit here too yeah but i'm I'm looking at it with the lens of what we have today if we had I was just going to say, now, you're saying all this, but you're you're missing the obvious thing that the moon is hollow. Oh, shit. I forgot about yeah, that. You forget right. it's hollow. There's oxygen in there. We're set already. We just have to go uh, drill down, baby. Drill down and uh, take it over from the moon. And I, I just realized we've been like on this tangent of a just a question for like however long this has been about 10 minutes 10 minutes yeah, yeah. so uh I, I think that's a pretty good answer what was, yeah. what was the question about the, the commercialization of space do you like space booty yeah no, no it I was mean, about uh do you think we're gonna it's gonna be uh purely capitalistic or do you think we'll ever I mean, like join together as a species and explore I, the universe so i like to think we would become star trek i uh-huh. really do and like if i had my druthers we would be that way mm-hmm. but i think i think the greed is the greed reflex in people is too high to you know allow that to happen you know especially when you're getting into you know even though there's like an abundance of material in space it's hard to get it so there is this issue of scarcity as well yeah. and, in, a, and, in a different way than we have here on earth so so yeah like star trek is you know uh, specifically a post-scarcity right. society. Yeah. And we would have to achieve that. And yeah. I don't so see it's that not happening. Gonna happen. I, it, I think it will happen. I, I have to believe it will happen. I but don't. It is. It, it will take a while. Mm-hmm. I think there's enough resources. Even on this planet, there is enough <laughs> resources. But we have to overcome our greed. And that's kind Lo- of... Love the optimism, Mike, yeah. but you're wrong. <laughs> Oh, come on. I'm not wrong. <laughs> oh. So we just we just have to make how, it how'd that roach taste, by the way. We just yeah. oh, it tasted wonderful. Mm, yeah. Crunchy. So mm, so having talked for like ten minutes about that, yeah. which great topic, by the way. Thank you, kick ass yeah. Trump, no, for that we, one. No, whenever someone brings up something we just ramble about for ungodly minutes. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Yeah, good question. So we have another question. This is a short one from Sam, our Lewis uh, one of our newest listeners uh that Ghost Forge brought into the community. So welcome, Sam. We're happy to have you. Uh Sam asks, What's the horniest cryptid and why? Hmm. Y'all go first. Oh, I gotta fuck. Think David, you go first. Uh, Chupacabra. Chupacabra? Really? Okay, number okay, one, goat sucker. Okay, yeah, but I mean... Number two, every Chupacabra I have met has been a total fuckboy. And by God, that, wait. I mean it's just some dude who goes by the nickname Chupacabra. You've met a dude named Chupacabra? Yes, yes. What the hemorrhaging fuck? I've yeah. never met a dude named Chupacabra. Because it's a very horny fucking name. Okay, look. I mean, like, in at one gas station in my old hometown of Morton, uh, they have, like, the old dispenser that spits out horny goat weed. But that's different. Uh, we, we could probably make Chupacabra brand horny goat weed. Okay, that's true. Yeah, get your goat sucked with. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. I personally am uh, going to say Bigfoot. 
because uh, he's a big man with big passions. Now, now wait, here, I'm going to consult my wife here, because she just wandered out into the living room. Uh-oh. Okay, Holly. Holly. What is, do you believe that the chupacabra is the horniest cryptid? Or is it Bigfoot? No. Oh, oh, she said no. Oh, what is it? No. What is it? Sasquatch, of course. Yes! Because yes! yes! the Sasquatch or the Mothman. I don't um, know about the Mothman. I'd, I'd fuck either. Not gonna oh, fuck. no. Oh, dude. Ooh. You. Wow. I've seen the fanfic. Sorry. Y'all need counseling now. Sorry, sorry right. you're getting cucked by Sasquatch. Yeah, man. Man. Uh, you didn't hear what my nickname is. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I thought your nickname was Mantis Cuck. Nope, nope. Okay. I'm Lil Sassy. Lil Sassy. Well, I was going to say that, you know, well, Sasquatch, because, you know, all the erotic porn written by by Mr. Chuck Tingle. is so horny. I mean, like, everybody talks about the skunk ape, and I'm like, that's not skunk, that's musk. The musk ape. That is, like, horny musk. The Elon musk musk ape. Like, you get up near him, and this just funk overpowers you, and the next thing you know, you're in his warm embrace, and he looks at you and goes... Come with me to my lair. And the next thing you know, you just got him inside you. Kevin, Kevin. Yeah? You, you sound a little too close to this one, bud. I'm just saying. Look, <laughs> just I blame saying. last podcast. You're just saying. Do you but know? You think, it sounds like you've thought about being in Sasquatch's warm, manly embrace. Hey, look, I'm going to go ahead and say it, motherfucker. No. No, no, I have. I will not deny it. I've thought about it. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, if and this not, big, hairy motherfucker, just this know, mountain of a man, grabs you in his arms and goes, come with me to the Casbah, I'm going to the Casbah. <laughs> you know, just, here's the thing. You're out there in the woods. You're squatching. Yeah, you've got the, you've got the ape pheromones all over uh, you. Okay. You know, maybe the ape pheromones are working on you because we're pretty close to apes. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, going, hey, I'm getting I, myself I'm just kind saying, of turned on here. Maybe you splash a little bit on yourself. You're like, ooh, you know, I, I kind of like this. And then you see a big titty Sasquatch wandering out. Could be big a man. Natural. Could be a man. I think, yeah, it, I think whatever works, man. I think what Kevin's saying is he wants to be in a, a Sasquatch threesome. I know. Sasquatch some. No. No, either one. But, like, you know, if or, it's a dude, I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm fine with that. He picks me up. And he's like, come with me. And I'm like, I'm the sub. Like, what are you going to do in that situation? You can't fight back. I'm going to giggle and snort is what I'm probably going to do. But the point is... Uh, I've learned so much about you. I know. I'm just saying, like, you know, I'm not saying, like, I want it to happen, but it did happen. I'm not really going to complain. He's not going to complain when his shirt is ripped open by Mr. Henderson. Motherfucker. He's just like, I, I got Harry Sasquatch Henderson. DNA. Call a scientist. Yeah, no, I'd be like... Quick, where, where is it? Hold it? I'm going to need a bucket. Yeah, I can only hold it close so long. My O-ring is weak. <laughs> oh, come on. With a Sasquatch, you would have no hope of holding it. That's really true. I just have to, like, squat over a hole and dip it out with a ladle. <laughs> This is the worst tangent we've ever been on. This is the worst ending to an worst episode we've ever done. Little Did, both, did we ever honestly. get mics? So, so Kevin stole mine, so I'm trying to come up with a new one. Um, how about... Um, Could go with Nessie. I mean, he'd have to fuck constantly to keep a lot of this monster. No. I, I, think, I think, unfortunately, if I think if there's a Nessie, they're, they're very lonely. <laughs> 
incel Nessie. No, just you know, there's there's they're living alone. It's like a Pixar movie. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. The the Nessie Nessie wants to find a a mate, and that's what the Pixar movie is. And then it has to go into the uh, Hollow Earth and has to fight Godzilla. Yeah. I want to see that movie. Uh. So. Does Spring Hill Jack uh, count? Oh, he's horny as shit. Dude. He's horny oh, as yeah. shit yeah. from what I've oh, heard. Oh, yeah, no, he is like But I don't know if he's horny. technically a cryptid. Yeah, kind of. It's close enough. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he, he yeah. counts. He counts. Kind yeah. of a cryptid slash uh, urban legend. He's an urban legend cryptid. He's a hybrid. Some, some people believed he was a demon, so. Yeah. so some I, people think he was a UFO. So, so I, have to say, I have to say that guy fucks. Oh, he yeah, and he does not and take not no for consensually. an answer. Yeah. Well, so we're not saying we condone his actions. We're just saying he is obviously I, the horniest I, cryptid. I, I, but in my mind, horny is not a bad thing. That rapey speaking is of someone than who is horny. horny. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> as a horny man, uh. I, I, I think I think when horny becomes rapey, it, it it's bad. Well, well, yeah. obviously, obviously, but also there's some people where you're just like, okay, down, bad. No. Yeah, yeah, but no, that's a totally legit theory because I mean, goddamn that motherfucker. Yes, yeah. jumping as a horny man, he was he he fucked them mothers. Yeah, speaking as horny man, uh, a journeyman horny man, Jack, Jack horny man. I am a journeyman horny man. <laughs> And uh, I can say that he is extremely horny. In fact, uh, Mike, I'm going to say you win this one. Because I didn't think <laughs> yeah. about it. Like, we've got, like, fucking research to back that shit up. And, uh, and you know, the funny part is I literally just came up with that. I did not. Good job. Like, like everything before I had thought of. Mm-hmm. I mean, you took the Sasquatch thing, which was my first choice. Of course. And then I was thinking, okay, what, what, what? And then it's like, oh, yeah, that horny motherfucker. <laughs> I thought, well, okay, I also thought Jersey Devil was like, nah, Jersey Devil's not horny. He's too innocent. Yep, yep, Yeah, Jersey yep. Devil, he sounds like a, like, I don't know, just... A sad boy. Yeah. He's a sad boy that lives in the, a, in, the, a simple, in the barrens. A simple, innocent soul. Yeah. We, we also need to consider the gray. <sighs> I mean, when, when you're pouring out cows, that's you know science. what I mean? science. Yeah, that's... I mean, that's... I don't think they get, like, anything out of so, it. So I think they're so just, like... Horny, horny indicates that you're doing it for personal gratification. I see the grays oh as being, like, I have to finish this checklist. Yeah, they're, they're doing it... Three cow anuses. They're, they're doing it for the preservation of their species, I Kinda, guess. maybe. We don't know. I mean, they could be horny fucking cow ass weirdos like, but like in the we kids don't in the know. hall i'm sure the great leader is just some kind of twisted ass freak yeah but we we don't <laughs> know it, it it sounds very sciencey maybe yeah what about so, dinosaurs well they're not cryptids yeah, yeah they are say. the living dinosaurs like uh mckelium mimbe well you didn't uh, specify living well, dinosaurs fucking, you son of a bitch. what else would i mean it's I, not I thought we were just talking about ones. dinosaurs because we're 12 years old. Okay, well, that's fair, but okay, the living dinosaurs, like the Thunderbird that is a pterosaur, or Mokelium Mimbe. I mean, like, and God forbid you get Chuck Tingle involved. <laughs> Pounded in the butt by my own Supernatural podcast. Oh, my God, yeah. He has, I've told you he has a podcast called Pounded in the Butt by My Own Podcast. Yes, yes. Yeah, I love Chuck is, Tingle. He is, I want him as president. I'm just going to go there. 
So I think that's about it for tonight's show. So uh, oh, wow, yeah, that's a hell of a thing to end on is Chuck Tingle. So uh, I hope everybody's enjoyed that. We had some serious discussion. We talked about me being fascinated with being taken up in the arms of a male Sasquatch. We've learned Mike has more optimism than I do. And uh, David's just fun. Oh, uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I was hoping that we learned something new about me today. You're just, you're just so fucking fun, man. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. So has anybody got anything they want to plug before we go? Uh, yeah, um, my friend Nicole C. Luttrell has a new book out, uh, follow her on, uh, Twitter, at Nicole C.L., and you Mm -hmm. should be able to, uh, get information on her horror book, it's good, it's, uh, like an apocalyptic winter haunting sort of thing, it's it's good, I I like it. Neat, okay, cool, well, we'll put a link to that in the show notes, David, be sure to get that to me. Will do. Mike, you got anything you want to uh, throw out there real quick before we go? Um, you do not want to be held up by Bigfoot's strong, fuzzy arms? I, I think the lack of showers would turn me off. I don't know, man. Like I said, it's a musk. You don't know what's happening until you're part of the way through I've, and you're I've, like, oh, I've, forget it. Just I've, go with I've it. I've smelled dudes that don't shower. And it's not yeah, pleasant. But this is different. It's... You, you say that is that's supernatural different, musk. No, the I new don't think scent so. From supernatural selection, he's gonna smell like, like Bigfoot he, pit. He's gonna smell like a drum circle's dreadlocks. I <laughs> really wish you hadn't said that because <laughs> I know that you can guy. smell it now, I, can't you? I, I'm I know sorry that to kill guy. Your, your boner, but fuck off, Mike. <laughs> Damn you. Well, that's it. Check I, us out. I kill oh, dreams. Here, you do. Folks. You murder dreams. So, don't forget to check out everything you need to know about our podcast over at supernappod.rocks. David is working on the back end to get a few pages done for uh, future advertising opportunities and what have you. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I'm also going to go ahead and set up a feature for people to uh, contact us if they want to be on the show to talk about something. Absolutely. You know, talk about an experience that they've had. Have you been touched inappropriately by Bigfoot? Yes, come on our show. Come on our show. Come to Butthead. <laughs> God damn it. Chris Hansen here. Please take a seat. <laughs> Would you like a cookie? So, all right. Well, don't forget to, like I said, head to supernatpod.rocks. You can find us on Twitter at supernatpod. And we will be back again next week with more fun, fun stuff. So until then, stay safe and stay frosty. Goodbye. So, so, so is Bigfoot really hung or not? I don't know. Bigfoot senpai, notice me. Oh, he's hung like a fucking horse. Well, I mean, you know, two horses. Like gorillas aren't very girthy. No, Bigfoot's different, man. It's all, it's all big. All right. Good. We spent way too much time.